13 minutes after 9. South African time, it's a beautiful evening. Uh, it's a beautiful night. Uh, I know it's a bit cold, but of course not that cold. Uh, like how the listeners are saying in Durban. Brrr. <laughs> and I see uh, there's quite a few listeners in Cape Town who start that are saying that it's actually cold in Cape Town. Uh, I, 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 I don't want to be there at the moment. I wouldn't want to be there in Cape Town because... Uh, uh, myself and Winter, we just enemies. You know, we're not in <laughs> we're not in that good shape. <laughs> if it's summer, yeah, you're my best friend. But of course, uh, every Thursday night it's the discussion. Myself, Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia, and our beloved Fadila Tulustad, Hazrat Molana Salim Karim, Damat Barakatuhum from Ladysmith. Molana is very, very, very well known. He's a uh, he's a very well known. He's a renowned alim. Everybody knows Hazrat Molana Salim Karim. And uh, we were discussing myself and my Ustad uh, that this evening we're going to be touching. Uh, you know, uh, listeners were saying, Malana, there's so many days left for Hajj, so many days left for Dhul Hijjah, so many days left for Qurbani. You know, so this evening, Malana, maybe inshallah we will continue next week again. Uh, Malana can go step by step. And, in, and I think it's a very, very important lesson for all of the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba because some of us we just we don't know the 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 uh, the incident you know the death the death incident of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam and Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam you know if a non-Muslim comes to you and say but why are you why are you slaughtering why you have to slaughter a sheep why a goat why a cow why a bull what answer are you going to give you know and if they're going to ask you but for who you're slaughtering what answer are you going to give that's number one. Number two is, Mulana Salim Karim, my beloved Ustad, is going to uh, tell us about the relationship between a father and son. Between a father and son. Ustad, I know normally they say um, the girl is the father's pet and the boy is the mother's pet. But now this incident is different. This is between, this is to see whose love is more. Is it Allah's love? Or is it the father or the son's love? Ustad, it's a beautiful evening, beautiful night. And it's a very, very interesting topic, Ustad. Uh, about Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam and Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam. How did it come about, Ustad? How did this incident, this qissa of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam and Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam, how did it come about? Did he just wake up one morning and he decided to say, you know what? Today I'm going to slaughter my beloved son. Welcome to the program, Ustad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Walaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners this beautiful evening. Yes, I'm in Durban. Yes, uh-huh. it's a little bit chilly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us afiat and good health. Ameen. On this Mubarak night of Jumu'ah, Allah ta'ala accept all our du'as. And the best du'a to ask Allah is, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-afwa wal-afiyya fiddini wal-dunya wal-akhirah. Allah grant me forgiveness and afiyya in this world and in the akhirat. Number two, Allahumma rzukna husna al-khatima. Allah grant me a good death. Amin. And number three, Allahumma rizukni al-istiqama. Allah grant me steadfastness in my deen. And it's our habit, Mughana, great ibadat, to send durood and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. So inshallah, let's commence with durood and salam. And so beautiful, we got durood Ibrahim. And you chose the topic of Ibrahim ala nabiyina alayhi salatu wassalam, Ismail ala nabiyina alayhi salatu wassalam. And what a beautiful relationship between parents and children, mother and son, father and son. And this is what a whole family unit should compromise of. A wonderful father, a wonderful mother with God deen and taqwa, tawakkul Allah, and a father like Hazrat Ibrahim Khalilullah, and a son who is obedient 
زبیح اللہ حضرت موسیٰ علیہ السلام و سلام و سلیم اللہ حضرت داود علیہ السلام و خلیفت اللہ حضرت عیسیٰ علیہ السلام و روح اللہ رحمت اللہمین صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم حبیب اللہ الحمد للہ الحمد للہ وقفا وسلام اما بعد فاؤز باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبی عباده وعلى آله واصحابه الذین اوفعوا اہدا الذین هم مفاتیح الرحمة ومصابیح الغرر ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وآله وآصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على روح سيدنا محمد في الأرواح وصل وسلم على قلب سيدنا محمد في القلوب وصل وسلم على جسد سيدنا محمد في الأجساد وصل وسلم على قبر سيدنا محمد في القبور وصل وسلم وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وبارك وسلم قال الله تعالى في مقام آخر إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المرء مع من أحبه صدق الله مولانا اللذين سبحان الله Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam May Allah Ta'ala instill the love of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in our hearts and Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala instill his love in our hearts. And a beautiful dua of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq. Ki Allahumma jal khaira umri ahirahu O Allah, make the best part of my life the latter part. اللهم جعل خواتي معملي رضوانك and oh Allah make the last of my deeds for your pleasure and اللهم جعل خير أيامي يوم يوم ألقاك oh Allah make the best day of my life the day I meet you what a beautiful dua کہ اللہم جعل خیر عمری آخرا اللہم جعل خواتی معملی ردوانک اللہم جعل خیر ایامی یوم القاک بلغ العلا بکمالی کشفت دجا بجمالی حسنت جمیع خطابی 
was coming to Iraq, had to pass Egypt, and the king of Egypt was very rude. And whichever woman he saw that was beautiful, he wanted to interfere and flirt. So Hazrat Ibrahim salam said to Hazrat Sarah that if he asks you who you are to me, you must say you are my sister. Don't tell him you are my wife. Tell him you are my sister. Hazrat Ibrahim gave was given the title of Khalilullah. Why? What's the reason? Khalil means boost friend. Just not an ordinary friend. He was Khalilullah, Allah's best friend. He had two, three wonderful qualities in him. One, he was extremely generous and hospitable. Mehman Nawazi, Allah had given this beautiful quality in Hadrat Ibrahim And number two, whenever there was an option of two issues, you have a choice to make. You would always opt for that one that was easy. And Allah is pleased with that. He would always give preference to that. So Hazrat Ibrahim والسلام, this journey is a long journey. I just want to quickly give you some of the, the wisdom and hikmah behind it. Eventually, the king of that time, when he failed, Allah punished him. Every time he tried to touch her, Allah punished him. He started shivering. And he said, no, okay, I make me mouth. I won't do it again. He comes back to normality. He tries again. That's the same thing. He tries to touch and interfere. See, his whole body starts shaking. Punishment from Allah. Eventually, he realized that this is some great personality. His wife, his sister is a great personality. So, as a mark of respect, he gifted Hadrat Ibrahim, a slave lady by the name of Hajar. She was an Ethiopian slave lady. He gifted Hadrat Ibrahim, and the name was Hajira, or Hajar. So initially, Hadrat Ibrahim was married to Hadrat Sarah. There was no children. But later on, Allah Ta'ala blessed Hadrat Ishaq. But when Hadrat Ibrahim was married, to Hadrat Hajar, because Hadrat Sarah gifted Hadrat Hajar to Hadrat Ibrahim He married her. And Allah Ta'ala blessed Hadrat Hajar with Hadrat Ismail. So it's nice to know Hadrat Ibrahim had two wives. The first wife was Hadrat Sarah. No children initially. Later on, Allah Ta'ala blessed her and Hadrat Ibrahim, Hadrat Sarah, with a son. Allah blessed him with a son by the name of Ishaq. But when he came to Hadrat Hajar, Allah blessed him with a son Ismail. And this is what we learn as parents when you get married. Ask Allah for pious children. As Mulana said, it will be quite a few, inshallah, topics that we would like to take on, but I tonight want to just say to you that what a big gift and ni'mah it is to be blessed with children. Hazrat Ibrahim والسلام, is crying to Allah, Rabbi habli Allah, grant me pious children. Allah Ta'ala granted Hazrat Ismail. So when you make nikah, there's two reasons for nikah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, marry and have children because on the day of Qiyamah, I want to stand proud in front of Allah. Allah, I have the largest and the most followers of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. 
But it's your duty and my duty as parents. Every Nabi of Allah cries for his children at the time. You are seeing what fitnas we are facing in this country. Worse fitnas to come. And this curse and lanet of this LGBT. May Allah Ta'ala protect our children from this evil indecency and senseless act where you destroy the moral fabric of taqwa, modesty, sharam and haya. It's going to be a great challenge. So Allah Pak taught us in the Quran that when you make dua to children, what dua must you make? How must you make dua? Rabbi habli min ladunka zurriyatan Allah grant me pious children. Rabbi habli min as-salihin. Allah grant me pious children. Rabbi habli min ladunka zurriyatan Number four. Rabbila tazarni fardahu wa anta khayrul wa'ateen. Number five. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina qurrata a'yun. Waj'alna lil muttaqina imama. Beg Allah, O pious children. Coming back to Hadrat Ibrahim and Hadrat Ismail, as I said, the one aspect is that when we ask for children, ask for pious children. And there's a dua also. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min awladin yakunu aliyya wa balan. Allah protect me from such children who are going to be a disgrace a, a musibah for me. Allah, protect me from such children. And Allah, protect me from such wealth that is going to be an azab for me. Allah has given us so much of wealth, but where are we utilizing our wealth? Allah has blessed us with children what is happening to the youth today. That is why ulama al-kiram have written Surah Hadith and whenever you read your Nafil Salah, your Sunnah Salah, your Fars Salah, when you come to the end of Durud Ibrahim and the dua that you make, before you make Salam, read Rabbana, Havlana min azwajina wa zurriyatina qurrata a'yun wa ja'alna lil muttaqina imama. That Allah will grant you pious children. They'll be the coolness of our eyes. Allah will give them leadership qualities. Allah will make them the coolness of your eyes. Ulama al-Kiram have written, you want your children to be obedient? When you sit in tashahud, whether it's your napil salah, your sunnah salah, your farz salah, when you finish with Durud Ibrahim, when you read Allahumma firli, when you finish with the dua, before you make salam, add this dua. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina qurrata a'yun. Inshallah, Allah will bless you, my children. Now, relationship between father and son. Yeah, Hazrat Ismail is like 13 years old. There's different opinions of historians. Okay, what was the age of Hadrat Ismail when this incident took place? Allah Pak could have given a direct instruction to Hadrat Ibrahim to sacrifice your son. But Allah Ta'ala showed it to him in a dream on the 8th of Zilhaj. That Omar Ibrahim sacrifice your son. So Hadrat Ibrahim والسلام, understood for a while the next night, he sees this dream again. Allah is saying to him, sacrifice your son. And the third night, again, he sees this dream. Allah is saying to him, sacrifice your son. 
First of all, Allah He was 120 years old, Hazrat Ibrahim Ali Salah Allah bless him. Imagine you receive a child, Allah gives you, you marry for 10 years, 15 years, no children. And then when Allah is miraculous, Allah gives you a child after 10 years, 12 years, 15 years. How many of us went through this phase in the initial stages of our marriage, there's no children? Actually, given up hope. But Allah Ta'ala sends a miracle. And you, your wife falls pregnant, and subhanAllah. The happiness, the joy, see, and then, mashallah, daughter or son is born. What joy and happiness! See? So, Ibrahim after so many years, crying to Allah every night, Rabbi habli mina salihin. Allah eventually grants him Hazrat Maid, like twelve or thirteen years old. Allah is giving. Hazrat Ibrahim, in his dream, can sacrifice your son. Allah is giving him a message. You see, when you see a dream, it's better not to mention it to anybody. Mm. See? After three days, inshallah, all of these, delay the dream to somebody pious who knows how to interpret a dream. Mm. Don't just show it or tell it to anybody can have it. See Allah Ta'ala's wisdom. The more closer you are to Allah, the more difficult the exam. And Marana, whenever the exam is being written, the examiner is silent. Have you noticed that in the examination? Gee, what's that? Gee, mm. Gee, the examiner is silent. They're not saying a word to you. Rasulullah was asked, Ya Rasulullah, who was given the most difficult task? Tested the most by Allah. Test and trial. Who was? Rasulullah Allah tested me the most among all the Anbiya and all the Prophets. I was tested the most. Tummal Amsal and those who came after me. Tummal Amsal. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a very pertinent point. We talk about Qurban, yes, we'll talk about that, but I'm just trying to show that what relationship we should have with our children. This is most important. They are the coolness of your eyes. There's no beautiful word that can describe peace, tranquility, and sukun in Qurrat al-Ayun. Hazrat Ibrahim then goes up to his son, and he says, Ya Abad, Ya Buniya, see how nicely you address your son and your children, who use respect, not A. These are your Muslim children. Call them with respect and dignity. Ya Abunayya inni ara fil manami anni adbahuka fanzur maza tara. Imagine a father is going up to his son and giving him this message. What maturity? A boy of 13 or 12. See? A father is saying, Ibeta, Allah has instructed me to sacrifice you. Fanzur My son, think about it and what's your opinion? So sometimes as parents, we need to make mashura with our children. We need to talk to them with love and muhabbat. Don't scream at them. Mm. Don't shout at them. Don't be vulgar. See how beautifully Hadrat Ibrahim is saying. Ya Abunaya, oh my beta, oh my beloved, oh my bachu, whatever word you want to use, Urdu, Gujarati, Lulu, whatever word, <laughs> Babu, yeah. Sona, whatever <laughs> word you want to use, use it. But see how Allah Rabbul Alameen addresses Ibrahim alayhi salam saying, Ya Abunaya, oh my beloved son, oh my beloved son. See, Allah has asked me to sacrifice you. And this is the beauty of Qurbani. This message is the greatest message on the day of Qurbani. Obedience and submission to Allah. You never question Allah's wisdom. Allah's hukum, qalu sami'na wa That is what Allah wants from us. Total commitment and submission to the will of Islam. And Allah, that is the meaning of Islam. It means peace and submission 
to the will of Allah Rabbul Alameen. And look at Hadrat Ismail's response. Allahu Akbar. He says, Ya Abatif Al-Ma'atumar. Oh, my beloved father, do exactly as what Allah has commanded you to do. Can you imagine a 13-year-old is responding to his father's request. Mm. No questions asked. You and I would have said, but Abba, why me? I'm still young. I came after so long. I love you. I love my ma. I love my mother. But you see, when you make proper tarbiyat of your children, and you make them understand tawheed and the oneness of Allah, that this is the type of response you will get from your children. So Hadrat Ismail says, Abba ya abatif al ma tu'mar. Oh my father, just do what Allah has asked you to do. And then take this other words and verse. Satajiduni insha'allahu bin sabiri With that humility, he's not saying that my father, you'll find me to be patient. This is now praising yourself. Here is the humility of Hadrat Ismail. That, oh Allah, there are hundreds and thousands of people who make sabr. I will be amongst them as well. Subhanallah. This is what we call humility. We don't have it now. Name and fame. That's what we want. Satajiduni. Insha'Allahu minas sabiri. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq, Mawlana, that this is the most beautiful message on the day of Eid al-Adha, where a dialogue of the father and son, their commitment to Allah, their submission to Allah. And that is why Hadrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam and Hadrat Ismail, when they were building the Kaaba, be father and son. You see, today we don't want to empower our children. Our grandfathers and great-grandfathers taught us. They brought us into the business. They taught us. They made us pack the shelves. They made us clean the shop and sweep the shop. They send you on errands to go and bring. They made you pack cement. See? Carry the 10 kg flour or the 25 kg flour. Carry it. Mm. Offload the truck. They made men out of us. But today, unfortunately, mm. we are lacking this because we have money, we have power, and we have spoiled our children. Mm. And that's the result today. Where are the youth today? I'm not saying all of them. Some of them, some parents do it up till now, mashallah. But have we empowered our children? That's the question. And as I always say, leave a legacy behind that your family and your children after your demise will follow in your footsteps. Now let's see when Hazrat Ibrahim and Hazrat Ismail are building the Kaaba. Father and son. And it is also a miracle, he said, as the blocks were being placed, there was an automatically lift. Now we're talking about, you know, a twin-story lift, have automatic lifts in, in buildings and flats and all that kind of thing. This was a mojiza of Allah Rabbul Alameen. Hazrat Ibrahim is building the Kaaba and going higher. Gee, there was an automatic lift for both father and son to stand on and build the wall of the Kaaba. SubhanAllah. And when we finished and accomplished, we waiting for garland. We waiting for the guests of honor to come to give us the certificate to give us a shawl, both father and son raised their hands to Allah. And that's what we must learn here. I'm, I'm giving you the gem, the practical things that we must learn about Qurbani. See, they cry to Allah, both father and son making dua. Ask yourself, when last did you call your son and your daughters, and as a father, you made dua? I'm sure some of us do it. But let's ask the majority of our listeners, when last did I call my son or the mother called the daughter, Betty, 
come, let's make dua to Allah together. Mm-hmm. You must say Amin. It's not there. So both father and son, after completing such a great mission from Allah, when they completed the building of the Kaaba, what dua did they make? Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta sami'ul alim. Allah accept this humble effort from us. What a great task accomplished. No bragging, no pride, no boastfulness, humility and humbleness and their supplication to Allah. Taqabbal minna. You and I can do the best of deeds the whole of our lives. But if it's not accepted by Allah, it's a waste. So you and I need to make dua whenever you do a good deed. Mm. Always say, Alhamdulillah. That my Allah gave me tawfiq. My Allah gave me the understanding that today I can do good deeds. I can read namaz. And when you finish a good deed, Say, Astaghfirullah. What is the wisdom behind it? Whatever good deed you accomplished and you said, Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah. You are submitting, submitting and acknowledging that Allah, this is no kamal of minds. There's no brilliance of minds. Allah, if you didn't give me the ability and capability, I wouldn't have able to accomplish this. So all praise is due to you. And Rabbul Alameen, while executing that duty, I must have made mistakes, Bari Ta'ala. There must have been some shortcomings. Rabbul Alameen, astaghfirullah, I ask your forgiveness. Subhanallah. This breaks the back of shaitan. Because shaitan will come and whisper. Ah, Do it like this. Let the people know. Put it in the newspaper. Put it on social media. Let your name and your deeds flash. Hazrat Luqmane Hakim, Allahu Akbar. Allah Ta'ala had given him great wisdom. So somebody asked him that, Alhamdulillah, Allah gave you this great status. How is it? What did you do? So he gave advice to his son. He said, Neki karke darya mein dalo. Do a good deed and throw it in the ocean. If you take a pebble and throw it into the middle of the ocean, you think you will find that table, you'll never find it. So whatever deeds we do, respected listeners, do it for the pleasure of Allah. And I always suggest that do one particular good deed in this world and nobody in this world knows about it. Not your father, not your mother, your son, your wife, your children. Nobody. Besides Allah. You think we can do that? I think we can. That do something good for your akhirat that nobody knows about it besides Allah Rabbul Isfat. And then see the ikhlas and reward that Allah will give to you. So, respected brothers, Allah Ta'ala grants us tawfiq. We have great lessons to learn from Hazrat Ibrahim His love for Allah was so intense. That one day Allah Ta'ala sent Rishta in the form of Insan. And remember, every Nabi of Allah was a shepherd. Sometimes when Allah gives you an opportunity, many of us have farms. And we love farming. And that's where our youth should get their energy involved. They should get themselves involved in agriculture. What a great ni'mat it is to plant and harvest and feed the ummah. But no, we all want to just be doctors. We want to make money. There's three, four professions because everything there is about money. Sahaba al-Kiram used to work in the orchards, kajur. They used to cultivate. They used to grow. They used to harvest. They knew exactly how to prune. Where is the Muslim ummah when it comes to agriculture? And cattle farming. One kitab I was reading that those who keep sheep, they should keep at least a hundred sheep. 
And if they eat one from there or they sell one from there, add it and always try to keep it at 100. Allah will keep a lot of barakah in that. 100 sheep. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq, Mawlana. We are going through difficult times. Insha'Allah al-Adeez. So I was saying to you, Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam's love for Allah was so intense. Allah Ta'ala sent a farishtah in the form of insan. And that first person comes, Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam is raising a flock of sheep. Yes, I was telling you and, and our listeners, inshallah, if you get an opportunity for at least one hour or two, or two hours or half a day, graze a flock of sheep. Take one sheep or two sheep. And when they run away and you try to catch them, we see Qurbani time, we always have this problem, you know, the sheep runs away or jumps and we try to catch it and you cannot catch it. That's how fast they run. It is not easy to herd a flock of sheep. You have to have a lot of sabr, a lot of patience. And every Nabi of Allah was the shepherd. So sometime, inshallah, if you get an opportunity, inshallah, Make this near that today I will spend the whole day looking after a flock of sheep in the way that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to was also a shepherd. The Anbiya alayhi salam is shepherds. At least this one sunnah do it. So this person came where Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam is grazing a flock of sheep. And he said, and he praised Allah, subhanallahi wa malakut. He praised Allah Ta'ala in the most beautiful words. Hazrat Ibrahim became very emotional when he heard the names of Allah. And that's what happens to you and me when we take the zikr of Allah in the mornings. Hazrat Mulana Rafat Sahib, you, Alhamdulillah, Allah reward you. You wake the whole world up. Not even the people of South Africa, the whole world. Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. Taking Allah's name, getting people conscientized. The people are fast asleep. We are getting them up on Marqas Sahaba. Allah ka naam Now you have enough sleep, you have enough rest. Abu Thor, Allah kuyad karo. So, Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam became emotional. And he said to that person, can you repeat what he said? So the person was very clever. He said, what will you give me? He said, I'll give you half my cock. Take. But just repeat those beautiful words that you said now. on. So he said, okay, subhanah dil mulki wal malakut. As Ibrahim became more hysterical, listening to the beautiful attributes of Allah, he said, Tubara Irshad, please, can you repeat those words again for me? He said, what will you give me? He said, I'll give you the balance of my flock of sheep, the other half. So the person repeats those words. He said, Tubara Irshad, please say it again. The person says, what will you give me now? Hazrat Ibrahim said, you have taken my whole flock of sheep. You need someone to look after the sheep. I'm prepared to be the shepherd. You can employ me and I look after the sheep. Allah. This is when you love Allah. You know, a lot of people ask this question, how do I know that Allah part the accepted Isaac? Mm. All day and night, I got the tasbih in my hand. Now, mashallah, you got the tasbih. Mashallah, you look like a knuckle duster. Mulana. They got the tasbih counter on their finger. Okay, Alhamdulillah. Use the tasbih. Okay. Use your fingers to count also. Subhanallah. Mm. But all of us have got the, uh, the tasbih counter. Everybody mm. is making the zikr of Allah. Subhanahu so the question is asked, okay, how do we know, how do we judge that Allah Rabbul Alameen has accepted our zikr? Our Kabirin have said, the mere fact that you said Allah the first time, Allah, and then you took Allah's name again the second time. It shows that Allah has accepted your secret. The first time that you said Allah, Allah accepted it, that's why he gave you Tawfi to say it the second and hundred times after that. Subhanallah. <laughs> so don't give up hope and think that Allah is not listening to our zikr. So Hazrat Ibrahim wasalam, said, I'm prepared to become your shepherd. Eventually the person said, I am a farista sent by Allah. See, Allah said to us, when look at the love of my khalil for me. 
So Allah Pak said, you go and test my Khalil and see how much he loved me. Okay? So we basically came here to see your love for Allah, Rabbul Alameen. Hazrat Ibrahim salam is thrown into the fire. He's fighting kufr and shirk. Inni wajahtu wajhiya lilladhi fatara samawati wal arda hanifa wa ma ana minal mushrik. Qul inna salati wa nusuki wa mahyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alameen la sharika. Beautiful words. Tawheed and the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when Namrud threw Hazrat Ibrahim salam into the fire, mm. the Allah Faristas became restless and said, Allah, can we go to the assistance of your Khalil Ibrahim? Allah said, go, jow. If you can help him, go. Jibrail salam was the angel come to Hazrat Ibrahim and they say, can we be of any help? Allah has sent us and says, Hasbi Allah. I don't need any of your help. My Allah is sufficient for me. If we can just, for a few moments, when we are in some difficulty and hardship, that's why ulama Kiram has said, read this dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim. Hasbi Allah. Hasbi Allah. La ilaha illahu. Ni'mal mawla wa ni'mal nasir. Hasbun Allah wa ni'mal wakil. Subhanallah. Ni'mal mawla wa ni'mal nasir. Whatever hardship you are going through, whatever court case you are going through, you are stuck. You are soaking in debt. There's musibat, there's chagra in your house. See, after every namaz, read Hasbun Allah wa Ni'mal Wakil. Ni'mal Mawla wa Ni'mal Nasir. Hazrat Ibrahim said, Allahu Akbar, I don't need any one of you. My Allah is sufficient for me. So, Instead of complaining, why is Allah doing this to me? Why my Allah is punishing me? Why my Allah is putting me through difficulty? We don't realize that when Allah is putting us through test, Allah is raising our darajat. In the form of the hadith is this, that why Allah Ta'ala puts you and me through difficulties and hardship is that our amals are not of that standard that Allah desires. It lacks ikhlas. It lacks sincerity. So Allah Ta'ala puts you through a little test. Just a small bit of test, Allah says, I will test you. Definitely I will test you. And it's not that you will not be rewarded. Allah says, I will reward you. Ten gunas of yours will be given. Ten status of yours will be raised. In al-hasanat, use hibna sayyiyat. Allah Ta'ala will raise your darajah. And you and I give up hope for making dua for so long. One person said, Mona, I want to commit suicide now. I've been calling to Allah and nobody is answering my dua. So I said to him, Shaitan got you where he wants you. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala says to the priesthood, the three ways how Allah Ta'ala answers your duas and my duas. Tonight is the night of dua. Beg Allah, Ameen. cry to Allah, Ameen. ask Allah whatever Ameen. you want. Allah will give it to you. Behisab Mambo. Ask Allah abundantly. Open your heart. Ask Allah for everything that you desire, provided it is jayis and halal. Ask Allah. So, how does Allah Ta'ala accept your du'as? These three ways. The first way, Allah Ta'ala says to the parishtas, I just love my banda. Give it to him now. Usku fawran do. Give it to him right now. That's the first way Allah will accept your dua. The second way Allah accepts your dua, Allah says to the Faristas, hold on. I just love that Bada of mine, how he's crying and sobbing, and how he's begging me. That mahol he is in, that frame of mind that he is in, the expression on his face, tears. Allah says, I just love that scene when my Bada is crying. Give it to him a little later. Mm. For now, I just love the way he's crying. That's the second way. Allah will give it to you eventually. But not immediately. Allah says, I love my banda when he cries. And thirdly, Allah Pak says to the Faristas, we're not accepting any dua of his in this world. 
we are going to grant him every dua that he made in this world in the Akhirah and far more. And when you will see the reward of your du'as that you ask Allah for in the Akhirah, you would say to Bari Ta'ala, I wish not a single du'a of mine was accepted in the dunya for what you are now giving me in the Akhirah. So Allah Ta'ala is always, you must always have a good relationship with your Rabb. Ana inda zanni abdi bi. Always think positive about Allah, Rabbul Alameen. Don't give up hope. And that's the weakness. So, Mulana, time is up. Allah Ta'ala grant you and me tawfiq. The important message for tonight is to make dua for our children and increase communication between parents and children. If Sayyidina Ibrahim can converse with his son, Ismail, this is what you call true love and obedience. So make dua for our children, get up for tahajjud namaz. And whatever deeds we do, do it for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whenever you are faced with calamities and difficulties, read Hasbunallah wa Ni'mal Wakil, Ni'mal Mawla wa Ni'mal Nasir. The books of history is written, when that bonfire, Hazrat Ibrahim salam was thrown into it. See what we must understand a lot of things in Islam and Sharia. See the real doer of things. Who is the real doer of things? Nobody but Allah. Allah said, Ulna Yanaru Kuni Bardahu Ala Ibrahim. What is the quality of fire? It will burn. Put your hand, you'll get burnt. But you can only get burnt if Allah wills the fire to burn you. Allah was thrown into that bonfire. We said, Allah said, we said, Ya naru, O fire, Uni, Bardaun, Salaman, Allah, Ibrahim. Become cool and peaceful. Ustad, we have to leave it there, inshallah, because uh, our engineer has to leave. Jazakallah, <laughs> Mulana, Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Inshallah, we'll continue with Definitely, this. Definitely, Ji, Ustad. Ji, definitely. There's so much of wisdom that we can learn, inshallah. And the thing that we want to bring home here on Markaz Sahaba is how parents should interact with their children mm. and how children should interact with their parents. Haq. I think this is the greatest lesson that we can take from Qurbani. Amin. Mm. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru dawana. Beautiful advised uh, from our beloved, honorable, respected Fawila to Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim, Damud Barakat. Of course, uh, we will inshallah continue next week, Thursday, with this. There are a few questions that inshallah we will be posing to our beloved Ustad, uh, but time does not allow us this evening. So next week, Thursday, inshallah, from myself and the team, uh, see you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, As Safina to Ilal Jannah. Allahumma ahdina wahdibina wahdina sajamia. Assalamu alaikum. ورحمة الله وبركاته